on last week's Irrevelations. So we're starting off in chapter 29. Yes, he beats me and stabs me, but he never hurt my kid. Yeah, you can have their cotton candy. You still have to help us shoot up the cotton candy store. It's like when you're a boss, and even when you're on the clock watching them, they're just goofing off and, like, taking all the safety. <laughs> like, they're just taking the fire extinguisher and throwing it out of a window, and you're like, guys, if you're doing that while I'm watching you, what happens when I'm not here? <laughs> and then Moses says, now, speaking of all that, let me sing you a song. <laughs> he shall push the peoples to the ends of the earth. Great. I don't really know what it means. It's a little ambiguous because Moses laid his hands on him. Nice. Before we turn to the world, I would like to... I can't be a big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed. I don't feel good about myself. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness. I believe in a literal burning Bible hell just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. Not God bless America. God damn America. Death in the Bible for killing innocent souls are in hell now burning now. The Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. Pray this simple prayer. Lord, speak to me. The Babylon Bee is making me so angry. <laughs> okay. Uh, our, uh, our unknown nemesis, our completely... <laughs> well, here's the thing. They also have completely unknown nemesis named Snopes. <laughs> okay. okay. See, what we are to the bee, they are to Snopes. Okay. And every single fucking tweet they make, there are at least, and I'm not exaggerating, I would say 20 to 50% of their replies uh-huh. are like, wait till Snopes sees this. What's Snopes going to do now? <laughs> and it's because once, okay. once Snopes had to do an article on a Babylon Bee story because too many people were taking it as literal. Okay. And that's what Snopes is for, right? Uh, like, people don't get it. That's what Snopes is for. Whenever there's a shit article that a, that appeals to so many goddamn media illiterate boomers <laughs> that they don't even know that it's satire because they're fucking right that Snopes has to step in and be like, all right, hey everyone, real quick, in case you googled it, in case you were checking the validity of that, which of course no goddamn boomer is going to do, right? But in case you did, yeah, that was that was satire. Here it is. Here's the actual truth to this situation. Uh-huh. And of course now they're tweeting. Ilhan, Ilhan Omar introduces resolution condemning racism, white men, and Jews. Okay. <laughs> but they're not joking. Like, here's the thing, is that sure. Sean Hannity is tweeting this exact same thing, not satirically, and everyone that follows the Babylon Bee also follows Sean Hannity. I mean, so make it, make how it, is, we also follow it. Well, I guess we also follow yeah. Sean Hannity. All right, case in point. Okay, I was going to show Exactly. That. I was going to fact check it. I was going to have Jamie bring that up, but... You, you go you go into their replies on this, and they're all just like, huh, wait till the bee gets a hold of this. Oh, the bee's going to lose their shit. Uh, and then the other half are like, wow, I can't believe she actually finally said it. Like, it's it's people that yeah, are just... It's a bunch It's a bunch of people who live in a different reality who are like, oh, yeah, finally she admits it. They're, they're, they're all... They're all, li- all the liberals are living in this delusional, satanic cult lie. <laughs> I know I am. With their lizard fucking bodies and their secret cabalic cults. And they're uh... just... And everyone's just... And all the all the good upstanding Americans are just waiting for them to slip the fuck up. And for them to try to yeah. take off their masks and be like, that's right, we've made FEMA tents for all the bodies we're storing at Walmart, but when we fucking attack the South, you know? 
I just am not looking forward to them shutting down my favorite pizza shop, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I finally. love some pizza. All these, all these <laughs> blind libtards who don't realize that Obama's a gay man with trans daughters who he hired on, you know, when they got oh. when they got too old to be crisis actors at school shootings, then he took them <laughs> on it. <laughs> oh, 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 he just ordered a thousand dollars worth of hot dogs? What is he, the hot dog king? Jesus. What is this? <laughs> I can't believe he finally admitted it, that he likes hot dogs. <laughs> uh, I fucking hate it. He's dying I hate... whistling to the pedophile. I don't know if I hate America or I love it. Uh, you know, I'm in a I will, weird I will spot. go on record for a thousand percent that I fucking love America. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I, I love it. I love it more for its flaws. It's just a, you know, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I'm with you. You know, uh, but it's definitely a it's a razor thin edge that I'm walking on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I um, uh, <laughs> I, I was uh, I just been I just been on the internet. I was on Reddit. My my favorite new post on Reddit today was, uh, and this is the one that I was been thinking about was a. Uh, Church of Cyprus Bishops Neophytos Masuras, I think I'm pronouncing that right, made a surreal statement speaking at a primary school on the island of Cyprus. Uh, He's described homosexuality as a problem which is usually transmitted by parents (laughs) to the child. Uh, And I quote, It happens during the parent's intercourse or pregnancy. It follows that if the... um, During anal sex, when the woman enjoys that... A desire is created, and then the desire is passed on to the child. So, so in short, this bishop has stated that if you have butt sex while pregnant and you like it, then your kid's just in there absorbing those juices, and then he's going to come out with an e- a, a tingling, a craving in his butthole forever. What, what fucking gives this guy the idea? He's just, it's just him musing. He's just, he's just, he's just sitting there, just doing all this like amazing thing. He's sitting there talking with Einstein. He's like, you know, I had an idea too. You know, do you know what pisses me off most about this? Mm-hmm. Is that I wish it was true. Like I know, <laughs> I know at least, uh, you know, anecdotally, my parents told me I was born from anal sex, <laughs> and I wish I was gay. Yeah, dude. I know. Do you wish I you were wish... gay? Oh yeah. I think. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I guess I don't really have an opinion one way or the other. I never really cared. Uh, Dude, just... if I could just bro out all day and then go home and bro some more, are you kidding me? I think. Of course I want to do I that. I think my main reason why I don't think I could be gay is that I have such a uh, disgust for male sexuality in general. Well, that's the thing. That's like, the point. I wish I was didn't have that. Uh, yeah, I feel like yes. I feel like I feel like I'd be that guy getting catcalled. I'd be like, excuse me. Fucking... <laughs> Oh, I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? You see, yeah, yeah. you see it. It's so toxic. Yeah, like I, I yeah, like yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, every now and then I'll just see a like I watch videos of like dudes like like trying to do pickup artists and stuff, and I was like, God, poor women. Poor women how to do, it does. How to suck. deal with that? You know, uh, uh, flip it on its head. I don't know. Yeah, but if I was gay and I saw someone catcalling, I would just go fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, teach- <laughs> <laughs> That'll teach you. <laughs> Uh, I guess my question is, do you think it's true? Do you think, I mean, I, I don't know if science has caught up to the idea of uh, of uh, sort of evolution through butt sex uh, <laughs> transmitting gay. <laughs> but, you know, we don't know. We even call Harvard. We don't, right yeah, now. we don't know. We don't know everything. Like, you know, everyone used to think, like, science is constantly changing its opinion. We think one thing, it changes. Like, remember when people used to think that, like, uh, 
like vaccines were good, and now we know yeah, they're yeah, the cause yeah. of every now disease. We now we know they're the cause of every disease known to man. So I don't know. Maybe uh, uh could be, could be. I, I, I it could be. I'm, it's not my field, so I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was gonna call up Johns Hopkins to ask them if that if it was true, but I realized that would be me calling up a dude, and that's gay. <laughs> I can't do it. Okay. And I was okay. my... <laughs> we're, getting, we're getting real close. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, uh, what are we going to do? <laughs> are we going to read the fucking Bible or what? Uh, I think it's time. I wonder if it's in there. Uh, I, I wonder... It... To me, it seems strange when, like, priests try to explain things using like that kind of bullshit logic in the first place like don't you understand like you're not tales. yeah like don't you understand you're not a scientist can you tell the difference between like uh reason thought and then just bullshit i guess if you could you probably wouldn't be a priest in the first place but it it's true also i just realized something that i had put together earlier you said he was talking to a group of what it was, a, it was children. It was a group of children. <laughs> so did he have to explain anal sex to these kids? Was that what? Was that his end goal here? Was like, maybe if I teach these kids what anal sex is, it'll be easier later in the confessional. While speaking to a when primary I want some. school. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, it would be kind he of. He was telling these. He's like, "Hey, kids, do you or do you get a little bit tingly when you're around the same sex? That's because your mom." took it in the ass from your dad like just a, how do you even how do you get there to with kids great how do you idea. explain that to them uh well i guess i don't know i, I have mean, high schoolers maybe but <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, try to uh I, I can't even imagine i don't know i always imagine it was through like force you know but i guess some kind of weird authority thing i feel like i think i think once they get old enough to kick your ass then you yeah. gotta start you gotta start figuring out new tactics Sure. You got to like, like have a coffee bar at your You got to be like, hold on, hold on. Are you doing the sex right? I want to make sure. I'm just as a friend. Oh, sure, sure, just sure, as a buddy. Sure. Just as your yeah. your friendly neighborhood priest. I want to make sure your dick works. Just Yeah, it's safer with me. First. You know, like would you lift, like he just walking up to him all oiled and greased. Would you lift weights without a spotter? <laughs> <laughs> I better get in there. I better, yeah. you know. Film. What was this guy again? Was he? What did he say? He was a cardinal uh, or a bishop? A bishop. Which I don't even understand the rankings in like the church. Yeah. I, I wonder if he. And you said he was in Cyprus. So is he like Greek Orthodox or Catholic? I'm or guessing. What? I don't know. What I'm a mess. Know. I mean, I'm getting it off the sun, so it's not. I don't, it might not have even have happened. <laughs> well, I I saw that story all over the place too. Yeah. I'm sure it did. It's definitely believable. It's not. I mean, maybe we're getting Babylon beat right now, but yeah, I don't think I don't, we are. I, I, it's definitely uh, these days. Nothing would surprise me. I mean, if we've already gone down the road where, like, the church is like, hey, guys, stop telling people we're raping because it's really getting in the way of all the rape. You know, like, <laughs> it's, so, it's so hard to lure a kid I mean, would you, would, you, would you blow an undercover cop's cover, you know, for a story, you know? Like, <laughs> you got to be thinking. You got to be thinking about the real harm that you're causing. So, I don't know. None, none, none of that would surprise me anyway. <laughs> you, excited about, uh, <laughs> you excited about Joshua? Yeah. Yeah. I think I am. Um, it, uh, it's changed pace. That's good. Yeah, nothing could be. Like, shit actually happens now. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad that this podcast 
just our interest, you are my interest to continue survive uh, Leviticus numbers and Deuteronomy. That have. was that really shouldn't have. I, I was just waiting. For, I was just waiting for the day where I'm like, hey man, we released an episode this week, and you're like, nah. I'm <laughs> I deleted yeah, I, the footage. I'm, I'm going home. This. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Here, here's the thing. Uh, do you think that us being able to get through the fucking slog of the Pentateuch is evidence of God? Uh, <laughs> I wonder. I, I don't know. I, I feel like it's going to be like that ham-fisted bullshit uh, uh, spirituality that they shoved into, like, I am legend, you know? Oh, Where, like, the whole yeah. thing is like, yeah, fuck you guys. And he's like, oh, my God, a butterfly. My daughter saw a butterfly. God's real, you guys. I just realized <laughs> it. Like, 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 there's some bullshit fucking, like, it's going to be some meeting where at the end of it, we're going to be like, oh, my God, my shoes were tied, and now I'm a Christian. Yeah, it all, I don't mean, uh, <laughs> actually... it all worked. Science and evolution doesn't matter. I once saw a butterfly. We're good to go. Okay, so no. Um, (laughs) Okay, this is, by the way, uh, you're listening to a Revelations podcast. uh, A podcast that's actively, day by day, week by week, reading the Bible so that you never have to. And you shouldn't. Never have to. I think we don't say it enough. But Mm -hmm. don't fucking read the Bible. We're here so that you don't have to do that. Um, I'm Grant DeVoice. I'm Kodalewski. And we are picking up in a new book today. Mmm, it smells. It's got that new book smell, mm-hmm. doesn't it? It is weird how I do, I feel like we start, that's our fucking catchphrase now. Uh, it's not like we agreed on it, you just keep doing it. But uh, uh, it was like, we read the Bible so you don't have to. And then I'll be talking to people who listen to the podcast. And they'll be like, I can't believe that shit. I, got, I feel like I gotta pick up the Bible and read it to like double check. I was like, what the fuck have we been saying? Don't read the fucking don't Bible. Don't read, also, you know. That's our tagline on our podcast, so yeah, it kind of is our thing. So anyway, I mean, it's too late now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's I've done. gotten a lot of compliments on uh, it. Jeez, all right, well, yeah, then, it's, then, then it's done. I, I, I know what happens when someone compliments you. I'm surprised they didn't get sucked off. But uh, uh, they did. <laughs> that's not. That's neither here nor right, there. So, so we're starting the book of Joshua. And you can't prove. You can't prove that my dad had anal sex with my mom. <laughs> <laughs> all right, sorry, Joshua. Yes. What are we reading now? Uh, Joshua. So, I spoiler alert. I so so. What is the book of Joshua? Sum it up for me, kind of before we. Okay, so Joshua is basically taking all of the action that we've alluded to for books and books now, uh, taking place. So, Joshua, named after, you know, Joshua, the mm-hmm. general. Um, Moses' predecessor, as we've covered at length. I think he predecessed him like fucking ten times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so the idea is that now he is the leader of the, of the Israelites, and he is going to um, take what's his, uh, so to speak. With, with the end of Deuteronomy, uh, the death of Moses, and basically the handing off of the authority of the tribe and sort of the... Uh, control of Israel has been passed on to Joshua through what's the term like divine intervention? Oh yeah, like, like uh, a divine appointment or some or shit. Divine succession, yeah, or whatever yeah. the ki- what do they call it with kings? It's like a theocracy where God is like, okay, by the way, Joshua is your new daddy. You know, everyone pay the fuck attention. Yeah, yeah. There's no voting. That's for damn sure. Um, and we're gonna be getting into the, my my Bible actually got pretty fucking interesting uh, with these next. We're going to go through, well, we got about five chapters I think we'll get through today. Um, but it's interesting. Uh, so getting a couple of things, uh, of course, my Bible states that uh, the book of Joshua is written by Joshua. 
which will be just like kind of like Deuteronomy spoiler alert. Uh, apparently Moses enjoys writing about his own death in the third person. That's how you know he wrote it. So, well, yeah. Christians seem to agree that he didn't write their last few verses, but uh, yeah, you you make a point. Yeah, and so... obviously Joshua didn't write this. Yeah, if Joshua was a person. Uh, something interesting, and who knows? Uh, in the original Jewish or Hebrew, uh, his name was Hosea, meaning salvation. Same uh, word as. Uh, so that Moses changed it to Joshua, Yehoshua, meaning Yahweh is salvation. And when it got translated to Aramaic, it was shortened to Yeshua. And then when it was or... translated into Greek, it became Yesus. Which translated or... to English becomes Jesus. There we yeah. go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> it was well worth it. I'm glad we. I just it. wanted you to say Jesus. <laughs> so, as a sort of a spoiler alert, my Bible is gonna fucking rip its goddamn handstrings on the stretching it's gonna do to try to. Oh yeah. Paint Joshua as a pre-Jesus Jesus, and how every action he did was sort of a uh, foreshadowing of Christ. Um. There's a, there's a joke in here about how Christians treat the new Jesuses, but I'm not going to go into that. Okay. <laughs> uh, um, chapter one. You want to kick us off? Uh, da, 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 da. So um, just some more information. Let's just uh, we gotta, oh, we gotta do it. fuck you. Uh, but I had like the stupid joke, and I needed to. I needed to move past. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, according to my Bible, uh, the Book of Joshua starts around 1405 BC. So if you're that is way too specific, yeah, to be real around, you know, uh, and uh, apparently Joshua takes sort of about seven years of time here. Uh, so let's um, get into it. Sure. Uh, but uh, before we start, uh, this is this was my uh, favorite part. My... Oh, hold on. Sorry. Sorry. I had to get to this part. I had to talk about this. OK, OK. Uh, okay. My Bible. Uh, I, I wanted to just let the Bible speak for itself on this one. The book of Joshua. A moral question. Some assert that the Israelites were commanded by God to commit a primitive and barbarous act of murder against innocent people when they were directed to annihilate the Canaanites. Um, such a notion does, that like the actions of Israel was evil does not take into consideration that uh, justified killing is not the same as murder. Um, and that because they are part of a theocracy that their actions against the Canaanites um, was part of the, and the extermination of these people <laughs> was God's direct and explicit command. And they were instruments of judgment. So if you're, as we're reading Jos uh, Joshua and you start wondering, wow, it seems like these Israelites are doing evil things. I mean, it seems like they're rounding people up and exterminating them. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Murdering them. Just, work, don't, a... just be aware. They're just following orders. You guys No, Yeah, dude, this is a cool Holocaust. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is ones where, yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like they're rounding up people and murdering them wholesale, but just understand they're just following orders. They're just doing their yeah. jobs. You can't really ask them to think for themselves. Some of them I'm sure are good people. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, they're. Uh, you're right, though. It's it's weird how it dehumanizes pretty much every enemy they come across. But let's not look too deep into that. Ever. It's not like uh, it's not like anyone does that today. Um. Okay, so what has happened? We start we start Joshua one. I'm assuming you don't have any more little tidbits you want to throw in. We start Joshua one. I'll allow it. And Moses is dead. 
All right, that's how we open up. We talk about Moses. Moses is dead. Joshua, son of Nun, which is kind of a funny name. It is. Uh, is taking over. He's like, hey, Moses is dead. Uh, you guys saw what God said. I'm in charge now. There's this river. They're right. They've been hanging out on the other side of the Jordan River this whole time. Mm-hmm. Moses went up and died on that mountain. Yeah, they're but they're yeah, the the uh, proverbial Rubicon way before the actual Rubicon, uh, so it doesn't really work actually. Um, uh, he's like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna march you guys across this. We're gonna go. We're gonna take all the land, and they basically recap the area that God's promised them uh, from the Mediterranean and the west side, all the way over to the Euphrates in the east, which is way east of them, I think, right? Uh, I don't know it's how the, far it's the in Iraq. is from Jordan, the River Jordan. It's a long a fucking way, at least. Oh, hold on. I'm sure I have a map somewhere. In here. I mean, it's behind them. We know that much. It's definitely way east of the Jordan. Um, so they've got this huge chunk of land they're looking at. Uh, he basically gives them a little pep talk, right? He's a decent general. Did you, did you get that vibe? I um, like him as a general. It's a weird... So what do we know of Joshua thus far? We had... Him fighting the Amicalites. Yeah, while well, Moses' Amalekites. hands were up. Yeah, while well, Moses' hands were up. We had him engaging in the murder uh, after Moses was up on the mountain. When he when he uh, he he was there when uh, the golden calf and stuff. Oh, sh- yeah, when they cut people up. Hell yeah. Uh, we've seen him be... I think Joshua has come off recently as zealous. Maybe oversells. That's how I would describe his character. Uh, there was another instance where people were singing God's praise, and yeah. Joshua was like, Moses, you going to stop this shit? Like, they're not allowed to fucking do that shit. And Moses was like, hey, chill the fuck out, bro. Like, so what? <laughs> like, yeah, oh, well, I got to beat up every guy that... I'm spending so much time beating up the guys who won't sing God's praise. I got to beat up the guys who are singing God's praise. That'd be my whole as day. As everyone gets beat. Everyone, yeah, needs to everyone get beat. gets a taste. So I, I would describe him as quite violent but maybe yeah. justified i don't know we'll, we'll, we'll kind of touch on well, you, Joshua's you don't want a field mouse you don't want a field mouse whenever you're committing a genocide that's you know that's that's the golden rule of genocide so yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta be bold you want to gotta be a man about it yeah 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 can't can't uh, get a weak stomach so uh basically he's prepping everyone he's telling everyone all right we, we're gonna do this but don't forget by the way side note be careful to uh, remember to follow the law that moses gave us because if we don't, God will open up the earth or send snakes at us or what have you. So he goes, tells people, go through, tell everyone to get their provisions ready. You got three days, and then we're going to cross this river, and then we're going to fuck shit up, is, is the idea. Um, I want to bring attention to the three days thing. Sure. Because we're going to see it. But my Bible states that we haven't really had an opportunity to get into numerology. Um, oh, they're I think gonna. prior to this, you know, it kind of starts in numbers. But generally speaking, Genesis didn't really have a whole lot of, uh, you know, you had the 40 days of uh, the, the Noah's Ark and that kind of story and things like that, and, and 40 days on the mountain and things. But now we're starting to get to the number three and the significance of the number three. So yeah. uh, my Bible states that uh, the number three sort of signifies change and redemption and restoration, like getting ready for something, like a metamorphosis or some shit. We're going we're gonna to talk about it later. But we'll see. They're like, oh yeah, the number three. That's that's it's it's God's secret message, that it rectifies the change. Whereas like forty days rectif- uh, sort of signifies like suffering and penance and stoicism. Thanks, I hate we'll it. see if it matches up. That's what my Bible says. But we'll see if that that kind of holds sure. true. 
so as we said, three days, three days of whatever the fuck your Bible thinks it is. Um, but basically to prep for this battle, um, for the Reubenites, Gadites and the Manassans, right. He's like, all right, you guys get to stay over here on this side of the river, but you got to send soldiers with me. You got to fight, got to fight with the rest of us. Yeah. Um, your shit and come on. Yeah. So then you can come back and occupy your land. Uh, so they, they say, all right, the, the people as a whole basically respond to Joshua. Yep. We're ready. Um, we're going to obey you. And it says oddly here, just as we fully obeyed Moses. I don't think that ever. Happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is a new generation. I guess this one's been good. You know, I guess. Maybe they're just throwing a dab on their shitty parents. They're Ooh, like, yeah. Oh yeah, we'll obey you just as we always have. We never fucked up like a certain somebody. You know, yeah. Know. Just like, uh, just a little bit. We're gonna solve I got my change. baby stabbing knife. I got my woman kicking boots. I'm ready to go to war. Let's do this shit. Oh, and, uh, yeah, they're ready. Um, that's about it for chapter one, right? They're talking about whoever rebels against your word, doesn't obey it, blah, blah, blah. We're your buddy. They're basically giving him, we already knew that he was appointed leader. This is the Israelites saying, yep, we're with you. We're ready to follow you into battle. You're a cool guy. We'll um, forget that you killed a lot of us at the Gold Calf incident 40 years ago. Um, another thing to mention maybe uh, is that my Bible, again, kind of, this isn't even really my thoughts on it. This is coming from my concordance is that the story of Joshua highlights seen by faith, not by your own eyes, kind of. Sure. Um, when, Because we're about to get to some new instances of spies and things like that. When Joshua and Caleb went with those ten other spies, yeah, everyone saw the same shit, but it was Joshua and Caleb who were like, guys, 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 forget what the fuck you've seen. Fuck what Think about... Heard. Forget what you've seen with your eyes... What I want you to see is God's glory and what he's going to bring to us. So he's saying, let's follow. So Joshua kind of has the theme of let's follow uh, our faith and not the shit in front of us. And let's not be deterred by the, the reality of existence, you know? Yeah. Kind of like that bishop we were talking about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so so just, just keep that in mind. Kind of like when he was like, okay, don't worry about it. Get your shit ready. Uh, he kind of continues to state, like, whatever we see, whatever we're going into, the rebels and shit like that, don't worry. Uh, the most important thing is that we do as I command and as God says, and we just fucking stay the course on this shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a uh, there's a Lord of the Rings meme that we're perfect here, but you haven't seen those movies. So, again, I'm going to have to defer to right, not having a reference. Okay, great. Have... <laughs> I'm glad you brought it up, too. It's, people love that. I'll never won't until you watch it. And then one day we'll be able to make Lord of the Rings jokes. We'll go back here. and we'll like re-record a... this fucking bit. All right, so I'll just. All right, great. Gladly. <laughs> so Joshua. Gladly so Joshua two. Rahab hides the spies. Joshua two. Yes. Um. Go ahead. Okay, so Joshua is a spy, right? Mm-hmm. That was his origin story. He's the Nick Fury of the Bible thus far. Black Widow, but okay. Uh, so he. Yeah, obviously. Well, Nick Fury was a spy too. No, he wasn't. He was like a he fucking was a spy, goddamn car master. salesman or something. Okay. Okay. So, so, <laughs> so Joshua is a spy. He knows what a good spy is. So he picks out two spies and sends them over um, across the river into the land of Jericho. So that's where they're going first. That's the first big city, I guess, across the river from them. It's very near to them. Um. Hilariously, so that's chapter or that's verse one, right? He's right. sending them over. 
and they're going to go stay with a prostitute named Rahab. It says. Yeah. So as you do when you're when you're two, I mean, you know this what I'm talking about, Grant. When you're two bros on a business trip, the first place you stop <laughs> yeah. by is the whorehouse. It uh, definitely doesn't explain why. I'm going to get into. I'm going to Google this a little bit later. I'll uh, save it. Uh, uh, let me tell you what my concordance is. So basically, since two spies, the first place they go to is a uh, the house of some whore named Rahab. Um, my Bible states that these spies' interest in the harlot's house at such a time was surely for the information that could be gained there. Oh yeah. You know? So like they were also guided by God's providential grace, which resulted, which uh, you know which was with the goal of the harlot's salvation. So God was like, hey, uh, on the way, they're like, hey, like, why are we going to this whorehouse? Probably to redeem some whores. Like, all right. <laughs> that's why I go, too. Yeah, everyone's like, yeah, me too, me too, me too. They're like, that's why I go. Tell my wife I'm, not a, I'm there for I'm God. not on this crusade to uh, pillage and things. I'm here to uh, Are we to supposed to be the raising this town on the ground? Be like, yeah, but I mean, we're going to stop by the whorehouse first. I, mean, I can sure, do sure. two things. Uh, and they do. Two things I'm imagining. Um, but here's the crazy part. Verse two. All right. So it says, verse one, they go in, they stay with Rahab, a prostitute. Verse two, the king of Jericho is told, hey, look, there's some Israelites here to spy on us. Holy shit. These are bad spies. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing that happens is like, they're like, hey, guys, I saw some Jews going to that there's, whorehouse. There's do we, spies what here. the fuck do we do? There must be spies. Um, and it's it's a little bit foreshadowing. I, I won't tell exactly what event they're foreshadowing, but the king of Jericho shows up at the harlot's house and is like, hey, I heard you have some Judan hidden here. And hmm. Rahab's like, no, no, I swear to God, I ain't got nobody here. But secretly she'd stashed him in the attic. Yeah, I got it. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming they're just like punching pillows and like kicking doorways in and like looking behind bookcases like, where's these Jews? I feel like they didn't even try hard, though, because it says, okay, so the king, A, knows that there are spies and knows they went to Rahab's house. Right. Sends a man to Rahab to be like, hey, uh, we need those spies. Let's... I don't even think they want to kill him. They're just like, hey, why are you here? You know, like, <laughs> we, what's up? You, you can stop hiding now. We, we, we know everything. So they send him over. They send a person to Rahab's house, and she's like, oh, yeah, they came here, and uh, they went that way. That's all she does. She like points yeah. down the road. <laughs> Hurry, and, go get him. You can and, catch him. And these goofball men of the king are like, yeah, sure, all right, great. And they just start running down the road <laughs> yeah, in the general direction at night where these spies may have headed off to. Honestly, this group of people was bound to die off. Anyway. <laughs> they were asking for it. Um, yeah. But as I mentioned, secretly Rahab had stashed the uh, two Israelite spies on the roof. On the roof. Um, and it's kind of interesting. So they come down, they're talking with this harlot Rahab and Rahab basically lays her cards on the table. Like, listen, okay. I heard about what you guys did to Sihon. I heard what you did to the Amorites. You guys are a band of murder pirates. Everyone fucking knows. Everyone's been talking about it. We're all terrified. Um, we saw what you did to those children. Uh, we're not exactly moved by your grace and mercy, to be honest. Like it, it, it doesn't seem like a great look, but Hey, listen, um, I saved you guys just now in the hopes that when you eventually come here and start mowing down the women and children, I would like to get spared and me and my family. Yeah. It's like whenever uh, the Russians finally land here in Texas, like right. the, I see the parachutes, I'm going to go out and be like, guys, I fucking love pierogi. <laughs> All right. I like, I like bears. I like vodka. 
Let's do I'm, this. I'm on your like, team. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. on your fucking squad. I heard about you guys. So um, it, it's kind of interesting. So basically she tries to work them a deal. I saved your guys' life. I want you to spare mine. Um, and it states in 215 that her house is basically next to the city wall. So she extends a rope and like, hey, guys, you guys can use this rope to slide outside the wall and, you know, go to safety. Uh, but Again, they do, weird they to, like, because out these deals. we know how idiotic the the guards are here. Right. Like, why do you got to fucking sneak out a window? And it's also weird. I'm trying to picture now what this city must have looked like. I mean, I, and I was when I was reading it, but like, so this whore has. Are we using harlot. the word whore correctly? What does it say in your Bible? Mine says harlot. Is harlot the same as whore? I thought a harlot was like, well, definitely it still is, is a prostitute, but it's like a prostitute for like a different God. Here, I'll read, I'll read the exact word. So the word in the original Hebrew is zalna. Great. And it's a primitive root meaning to commit adultery, uh, to commit fornication. So the idea is you're playing a harlot. Okay. So it's like a crack whore, but instead of crack, it's ball. (laughs) The actual, the actual only word possible definition that means prostitute is to be a cult prostitute hmm. which that's what we talked about the kids couldn't be right uh at one point n- no we talked about you couldn't use the proceeds from being oh, yeah, a yeah, male yeah. or female cult prostitute yeah so, but i knew cult prostitute come up yeah, yeah so we've, we've talked about it so i guess that, that so we'll just assume that she's a prostitute uh so i wonder if, loosely I wonder if aligned to had... her pagan gods yeah, I wonder if that means she has decent social standing. Like a prostitute isn't what we kind of associate as like a uh, lower class or whatever. Yeah. Like I wonder if being a, a holy prostitute was kind of cool. Uh, it probably wasn't cool. It's probably like, you know, like when you wrap up at church and there's a the kid that has to like run around and grab all the chairs, you know, and you're like, but, fuck but... that nerd, you know, but <laughs> like, it's, like cool. You're helping out the church a little bit. But I meant cool. I didn't mean cool. Like, hey, cool. There's the rock. I meant cool. Like. Oh, we're cool with it. Uh, okay, yeah, like not, like it's not looked down like upon the disabled. so much. Yeah, like we're we're okay with it. Well, not like the disabled, but <laughs> okay. we'll, so we've gone far enough down this. So road. so she tells the guys, okay, listen, uh, the king's on your shit. You guys are the worst spies I've ever fucking heard of. But uh, I want you to go hide for three days. <laughs> no. Uh, and then by then, by the end of those three days, you'll be clean, and no one's going to be pursuing you anymore. Sure. Um, oh, it's like whenever you just hide from the cops in GTA. Yeah, yeah, you got to let the stars dec- decrease. Um, yeah. So then the men basically are addressing the oath. They're like, "Okay, yes, you spared us, so we're kind of honor bound. It's not honor isn't really our thing, and mercy isn't really what we do, but." In this one instance, because you saved our life, okay, we will spare you, your father, your mother, your brothers, anyone that, when we come here to fucking wreck the place, anyone that you bring into this house, we will spare. We will not come into this house. We need you to take a bit of scarlet string and bind it into the same rope that we're going to use to escape and hang it in your window so we know not to come and do all the raping and the murdering that we love to do. Correct. Now, are you ready to Googleize it a little bit? Why? Why the fuck is this Rahab story here, right? Give it to me. Like, you could to- you could totally cut out this entire chapter. Wouldn't really affect anything, because the way things are going to play out, it's irrelevant. Okay. Um, so, the children of Rahab were a group of people 
And the idea I think here, at least not I think, but Google seems to motion toward a lot of scholars think, is that Rahab's descendants are a lot like the Moabites or the Ammonites that are, uh, you know, supposedly descended loosely of, uh, related to the faith, but not cool. cool. Yeah, but they're they were right. They're bastards, right? They're lots shitty incest children. Uh-huh. Um, so the idea is that Rahab also is a group that's not Israelites. So if you were like in that group that you weren't in one of the tribes, you're the ch- children of Rahab. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they wanted to honor her. They wanted to make the people feel welcome. And so the ideological uh, foundation here basically is that they wanted to insert the story. It seems very shoehorned is my point. So mm-hmm. whoever wrote Deuteronomy also, it seems, put this in. Makes sense. And, uh, it, it, it seems that they were just trying to give these children of Rahab a place in the Bible to make them a whore, but a good whore. It's, it's I wonder kind of if idea. it's part of like a kind of like maybe like Jim Crow laws kind of where they're creating a sub state of people so that they can kind of justify treating them differently. We admit that the descendants of Rahab and the Moabites and the Ammonites are kind of like loosely related to the Jews, but we're going to brand them slightly differently so that we can justify like, okay, yeah, 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 they're they're like us, but they don't have the access to the same benefits to us. I wouldn't let them vote. You know, the, the Moabites and the Ammonites, they're children of incest. Rahab, they're the children of a whore. You know, like, yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're cool. I would let them like use the same swimming pool, I guess, but I would, yeah, you know, yeah. they're not, not going to go well, to the same school as our kids, you know? Her line does come important. Like one of her great grand, great great grandchildren or something is King David. So she's not totally ostracized. It's kind of a weird, yeah. uh, a weird thing, really. Um, um, let's let's finish the story because fun... I've got a little bit more to talk about uh, regarding like her motivations and stuff like that. My, my Bible, sure, well, my Bible's loving Rahab. Another reason that they think it's Deuter- uh, the Deuteronomy writer is because there in verse eleven, she says. Um, the Lord your God is God in heaven above all, above and on the earth below, right? So he's the God. Um, this is, I think, only one of the second or so mentions of God being the only God. Um, in other places, he's like, in uh, Genesis through Numbers, really, he's mentioned as being a God, their God. But now they're saying, all right, you know what? Screw it. He's the only God. So it's them slowly weaning off the idea of there being a lot of gods. That is kind of interesting because when we, you know, in Exodus, it sort of was like, okay, our God is going to fuck up the Egyptians' God. And yeah. it's not that, like, God's the only God. He's just way fucking better. You know, yeah. like, your yeah. your gods can are great. They have certain powers. They can do magic tricks. But our gods will... Uh, fuck you up much much harder like uh i think they were because um like for instance the turning of the waters red yeah uh, they're like our god turns the water reds their god turned the water red and it was kind of a marking point of like a benchmark of like okay their god can kind of keep up with our god and then when the plagues start really taking off uh god just smokes their ass what's what's fascinating is you see a parallel to this uh in the coming up of every child every young man (laughs) and that no think about it there's this you go from the phase of my dad can beat up your dad Mm. to being on xbox live and telling everyone you fuck their mom hence you are the (laughs) only you're the only the only dad right yeah (laughs) every dad is a cuck but me (laughs) i am all the dad okay great i'm glad you did it i mean it is kind of weird if you think about it just saying 
Um, so then just to touch base back on uh, Rahab's oath and the spies, uh, basically to sum it up, they just tell her, okay, you're going to put the string and the rope, which kind of signifies the sort of deal. You're letting us escape. This is our fucking deal. This is why we're doing this. Um, yeah. If any of your relatives are out in the streets and we kill them on accident or whatever, because we don't fucking know, then yeah. that's on them. If they're safe For in the sure. house and they die, that shit's on us. Okay, our bad. And basically yeah. that kind of extends it. Yeah, and so they they basically, she said, they're good to leave. Here's a question for you. They're they're heading back, right? Right. What the fuck did they learn? What the fuck? They just sat in her, <laughs> it is, they sat in her house for three days. It is kind of interesting. If I were Joshua and I sent these two spies, I'm like, all right, I need you to go to Jericho. We've got an entire army. A good intel is a good army. We've got so many liars at stake. I'm trusting you guys. Whatever you do, don't just go straight to a whorehouse and then come right back. Like, that's all that's all. <laughs> And it's not even like she gave them information. They didn't agree to anything except to give her a fucking pass for all their murder boners. Yeah, yeah. They basically, they come back and Joshua's like, all right, what did you guys learn? And they come back and they're like, all right, have you ever heard of double penetration? (laughs) (laughs) I know know we're a couple thousand years too early to explain what an Eiffel Tower is, but But that's the kind of shit we Uh, pull. So... It's funny because all they did was they show up at the whorehouse. They got immediately caught. Uh, the uh, harlot let them escape out a fucking window. They promised not to kill her or her family. Uh, and this is what they tell Joshua. Joshua then says, um, truly, the Lord has delivered all the land into our hands. For indeed, all the inhabitants of the country are faint hearted because of us. Oh, OK. So that is what they did get some intel. Because when they find out, oh, they found out, they found out that everyone's scared shitless. Oh wow, good job. Okay, is it a surpri- <laughs> listen, listen. Yeah, you're the city of Jericho, right. right? I don't know how many fucking people are there. Not a lot. Let's say at right? least twelve. Twelve thousand, or twelve? Okay, at twelve least people. 12, at least yes, 12. there are twelve people. <laughs> they can do man-to-man man no, defense. They have to be in the low thousands, right? It's a, back in the day. Yeah, ten thousand maybe. I don't know. It's a walled city. It can't be that fucking big. It's walled. Right. They're looking across the river a few miles downstream or upstream because the Israelites are to the north, I believe. Right. They look up and there's fucking a gathering of one, what, 2.5 million motherfuckers? 2.5, yeah. Literally a thousand times as many people as you have are just sitting across that river staring at you, licking their fucking lips. It probably looks like the orc fucking horde. Like, they're just like, they're like, the sky has gone dark of all their fucking grease fires. Yeah. just preparing to come in here and murder us all. Oh, and they are going out. And, and, and here's the other thing. Picture this. You're sitting there. You're the king. You got the king's watchmen or whatever. They're looking over there. Two little dudes ferry across the river. Start walking. <laughs> just strolling <laughs> in. You can hear their sandals from a mile away. Their invincible sandals slapping on the road. Yeah, they're bra- the road is breaking under their sandals. Yeah. And, then, and then you can't find these dudes because this dumb whore. <laughs> <laughs> this one selfish whore who would sell out her, her entire people. fucking city for the life of uh, fine great um i hate rahab <laughs> what a tra- what a traitor uh my, my bible's concordance uh she is an example of the grace of god at work her salvation is not based on her character or merits she lived in a doomed city and is a harlot um Ooh. 
and is a lying piece of shit. Like, the king of her own city was like, hey, did you see those two Jews? They represent the nation that's going to kill everybody. Have you seen them? Please give us these Juden. And she was like, no, I haven't seen them. I haven't seen them anywhere. They're like, all right, fine. Okay, I hope you're not lying to us because there's a lot of lives at stake. Um, And uh, this is more like, though, let's face it, in this situation, the because you keep obviously doing the ham-fisted Holocaust reference. <laughs> the Jews hiding in her attic. attic are actually the Nazis, right? And this metaphor, they're coming to kill everyone. I mean, it's 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 a little bit more like Nazi spies in France, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're the exterminators. Um, and uh, Some of the aggressors uh, in this situation, and they need more living again, space. I'm gonna say it. She gives sex workers a bad name. <laughs> You think so? I mean, mo- yeah. Most of them are patriotic. From my <laughs> okay, okay. She's a traitor. All right. Okay. <laughs> All the ones that I've met. Uh, born and wrapped in an American flag. Um, yeah. So um, we're, we're going to get into her reward for these actions. But just so we're clear, even the Bible that I'm reading kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not like a good person or anything. But because she recognizes and fears God, like it's not like she's moved by, she makes no mention of like mercy or how great their laws are or, or the amount sure. of justice and fucking godliness coming from the people. She's like, hey, I heard about what you did to Sihon and Og. Yeah, you're bad people. And I don't want to be it's in line pure, for the butchering and the raping that's coming. So I'm. I'm it's gonna, pure fear motivation. You know, it I'd, is not. Yeah. Because she cares about their God. I'm sure, there, I'm sure there's a reference but then about again, being at the devil's they, side, you know. Why did the Israelites do anything? It's not because they love their God. It's because they're scared of him because he's a vassal king, like we talked about last week. I've, yeah, I've not heard of the Jews talking about how much they like can't wait to get someplace. It just seems like they're like, okay, yeah, wherever we go, whatever he's telling us to do, let's just let's just yeah. let's just just donkeys under the whip. Let's just give him what he wants. Yeah. Um, okay, so chapter three, crossing the Jordan. That's the name of it. We're uh, it's been the three days, the the very important three days that we've been waiting for. It's time to move. It's time to go kill some people. So they've been camped out, uh, getting ready to cross over. And af- after those days, um, the officers go through the camp and tell everyone, all right, the Ark of the Covenant is going to start moving. You're going to follow it. That's your only damn job. All right. Stay about 2,000 cubits away from it. Don't get close. That's a- Did you see how long that is? Or how far is that? Uh, God. Three, it says 3,000 feet. So they're, they're fucking Three more, than half a, more than half a mile away. Yeah. Um, yeah, pretty crazy. So basically, stay far away from it, but follow it. And Joshua says, all right, folks. He says, consecrate yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do amazing things among you. Um, I looked up other usage, usages of the word uh, that's in the place of amazing things here. And one of the examples is whenever God did amazing things to the Egyptians. <laughs> <laughs> it does say, my Bible specifically uses the word wonders. And yeah, true, the, the curses are considered wonders. Um, you know, uh, uh, leprosy hand, wonders, God's wonders. Um, yeah. So it's, it's interesting to think that it's used in both ways. And um, I know we're going to mention him later, but as we recall, uh, Joshua replaced Moses as the leader of Israel, but Eliz- Eleazar replaced yeah. Aaron as the leader of the church. Which is odd because they they specifically have a task for a battle priest horns that mobilize the armies of Israel and none of that is mentioned. Joshua sort of Ooh. steps over them and basically commands the priests 
take the ark and cross over the Jordan and go forward. Yes, Eliezer isn't even mentioned in the story. I know he's later in this book, but he's not mentioned here. here. It seems kind of weird. It Uh, is a a mistake. uh, And the Lord said to Joshua, This day I will begin to exalt you in the sight of all Israel, that they may know that as I was with Moses, so I shall be with you. Um, Fascinating. (laughs) Um, So, to sum up, the priests are carrying the Ark of the Covenant, and as, uh, there's also a brief mention, uh, uh, Jordan, uh, Joshua tells the people, like, okay, also take 12 men from the tribes of Israel, one man from every tribe. It doesn't mention them again this chapter, but uh, it mentions Correct. them later. Just, he's like, yeah, by the way, take 12. He's like, okay, great. Um, as soon as the soles of the feet of the priests who bear the ark enter the waters of Jordan, the waters of the Jordan shall be cut off. Nice. And they shall, and, and the waters shall stand as a heap. So it's kind of like a low-key... It seems like God's gotten a lot better at the whole uh, stopping water like he did at the Red Sea. <laughs> you know, like that was like... They had to sit there for like... Wasn't it a couple of days waiting for the water oh, yeah, well, to recede? recede yeah, the Red sea? yeah, yeah. But this time... This one's weird there. too because... Um, I mean, it's a river. What is that going to look like? It's hard to picture that. I guess it would look uh, like a dam. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's going to run super fucking dry on the other side. Um, and so it says that... Not only is are they going to walk across this river, it's also in the middle of the flood season, basically. So this fucker is topped off, right? Uh, it's a, yeah. It's I not just like the they Jordan... stopped a normal shitty river. This is river. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is peak river they're stopping. Well, I looked at the Jordan River, and it's actually pretty measly, as you might imagine a desert river would be. Uh, uh, but I guess during flood season, it would have been significant. Uh, I'm pretty sure the Colorado River in the Grand Canyon is a, technically a desert river. So you might be. Yeah, there. and it's. It sucks. It's pretty pathetic. Yeah, you're right. No one ever, no one ever gets caught in the rapids there. Um, no. So so they cut off, and it makes a mention of like, oh, and the, the 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 river towards the Salt Sea were cut off, and the people crossed over uh, to Jericho across the dry riverbed. And the also the Nile River. Now that I think about it, is kind of a desert river, huh? <laughs> that wasn't really good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I think honestly, whatever. It's tiny. It's a tiny river. Yeah. Okay, I've never Today, heard of a desert tiny. creek, but um, so anyway, it's a creek. So, uh, so the priests who, so basically, the priests are carrying the ark. They stand in the middle of the Jordan, and as they're standing there, the river is stopped, basically creating a sort of a land bridge to allow the it's rest pretty, of Israel to kind of cross over there. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Um, man, imagine if you were a fish, fish and you seen that shit. That messed me up. <laughs> Great. Uh, so Joshua four. Uh, I didn't really, I didn't really understand this. The memorial stones. I don't really know that there's any point in this except just kind of like, like cool. There, well, there is and there isn't. I mean, the memorials. So basically, what you're alluding to here is that the twelve people, one man from each tribe, goes into the river, grabs a rock, takes it across to where they're camped out. It's the place is called Gilgal. It still exists. They have rocks there now. Obviously not the same rocks. I think it's safe to say. Um, <laughs> I can't. And, I can't uh, imagine a couple of vandals didn't fuck this up if, if, it, well, if it was real. I mean, it, it, it's funny because it goes into not only do they take the twelve rocks, but also Joshua takes another twelve, sets them up in the river where the boys are at, standing with the ark. Um, for some reason, I don't know. 
Right. My Bible says that it, or, or I read a reason that was like, oh, because they're still in the water right now. Like they're still crossing the river what? or whatever. I, I, don't, I don't know. It's stupid. So, so, um, so basically to sum it up, uh, the 12 men that the tribes had set aside each grab a fucking big ass rock from the dry riverbed now and they carry yeah. it to their new camp. Yeah. Meanwhile, Joshua takes another 12 rocks and stacks them right next to the priests. Yeah. Is that basically Which are just going to get knocked over when the river comes back. Yeah, like, know. okay, let these rocks be a memorial to the fucking time we stopped a river. It like, does say that they are there to this day. So, actually, checkmate. Yes, they are still <laughs> Left-wing destroyed. Uh, <laughs> so, so basically, just as sort of like a memorial. Again, just another, I guess, memorial to God's wonders. Like, hey, these rocks here will stand the testament of time. Kind of like the pillar of salt that was uh, Lot's wife and... Um, well, very specifically, Sarah or some shit. Joshua very specifically says these stones are to be a memorial to the people of Israel forever. They're going to be here forever. And um, there's no better place to put cool. a memorial that needs to be remembered forever than hidden mysteriously at the bottom of a river. Well, no, the ones that are going to be there forever are the 12 they took out. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess he's also. I thought he was referring the, to the ones in the river. I was like, cool. Well, well, it says that the ones in the river are there to this day. The right. ones that they took out of the river are going to be here forever. Okay, which... I'm just imagining. I'm like, I'm like, we're we're taking, we're just paddling a canoe out in the middle of a lake. I'm like, I wanted us to remember our wedding. I just throw a rock out, and I'm like, that's forever. We'll always have that rock. <laughs> Great. You can come get it. Yeah. If you want anytime later. you anytime you think about our wedding, just go down there at 50 feet and find that one rock. You'll you'll know that we yeah. did that shit. Um, okay, That's I don't really understand. <laughs> okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, our marriage is rock bottom. <laughs> uh, so the priests finally walk out, right? Thank God. They were able to walk out. At this point, there are now uh, 40,000 men armed for battle across the river, right? We're good. We're set up. Um, that does seem like a pretty low number. I mean... Again, enough to wreck anybody. Yeah, I mean, forty fucking thousand men built for war. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this town can't have more than a few thousand. I'm imagining. So if only a handful of cops could keep Oakland in check, you know, on their one man army war, you know, then I think they could handle Jericho. Huh. Hot, <laughs> hot take. <laughs> Good. God, glad when we you're fighting there. children, it's pretty. You don't. <laughs> you can kind of go. Uh, you can go small bad power compared to. <laughs> So as so basically, yeah, forty thousand probably could do the job. Yeah, good, 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 good. Uh, okay, so it says uh, the Lord ex- that day the Lord exalted Joshua inside of all Israel. I don't even know what the fuck that looks like. They uh, stood in awe of him. It says, did he? Did they like give him a golden penis? Who knows? Uh, probably, it doesn't matter. Probably, probably his MPS scores came back pretty high. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, the survey came glowing. back five stars. He got a he fucking probably... sweet ass Yelp review. He was glowing. Right. I'm gonna imagine. Right. So Joshua's glowing. Uh, the Lord said. Then the Lord says to Joshua, "This is interesting." So the Lord is directly talking to him here. Kind of fun. Uh, he says, "Command the priest carrying the ark to get out of the Jordan." So all the soldiers are across. The priests walk out, and bada bing, bada boom, the river flows again. What do you know? How Amazing. cool is that? Amazing. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, Joshua four nineteen. Now the people came up from Jordan on the tenth day of the first month. And they camped in Gilgal on the east border of Jericho, and those 12 stones which they took out of Jordan, Joshua set up in Gilgal. And of course, Gilgal? you can go see those today. 
I, I was obviously looking all this up, like, oh, what, Gilgal, what's the what's the deal with it now? Right. And of course, there's some article that's like Palestinians moving tr- like a trash dump too close to Gilgal, and it's like you motherfuckers put them on the little <laughs> ass reservation, uh, and they got to put their trash somewhere. It's in the West Bank, by the way. That's that's okay. why it's relevant. Okay. Um. We'll talk. We'll talk about it. that's that's part of a larger conversation I mean to have about like the sanctity of Jerusalem and all these like artifacts and relics and like places and things like that. And like how important sure. Mecca and all that other bullshit, you know, and places are like, yeah, no one better touch these fucking rocks. No one better touch these. But it's rocks been right so, here. yeah, it's been so long that they have no idea where Gilgal is. No idea. It, it, like they... it, it'd be like someone protecting like Yosemite state park, but with the zell of nuclear war, I'd be like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> like, I mean, I would. Yeah. Fuck it. Yosemite is beautiful. Yosemite. But, anyway, yeah. but and, or or uh, character rights to Yosemite Sam. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> yeah. If anyone, I will raise a fucking uh, holy jihad on anyone who was, <laughs> who, who uh, misuses that bumper sticker. So anyway, um, but again, it's just sign of God's wonders. Okay, look, I dried up the river, then the river kept on going. Everyone who's everyone who's seen this shit knows what I can do. Great. Uh, fantastic. Very cool. Very cool, Joshua. Um, so that's that's chapter four, just about, huh? Right. Uh, everyone's scared, obviously. Always fear the Lord your God. That's the last words of the chapter. Yeah. So then it says, all the Amorite kings west of the Jordan, right, in, in the Canaanite area, along the coast, everyone up in that business that's about to get plundered, mm-hmm. um, heard about uh, how the Lord dried up the Jordan. I guess because the Watchtower people were looking down and saw it happen. It must have taken a while if people were noticing. Anyways. Uh, I mean, my Bible specifically states that um, the priests are carrying the Ark, and it's probably pretty fucking heavy. So the fact that the slowest and weariest of all the people were able to just make it across just shows God's mercy and the ease with which they crossed. You know, so whatever. But they only crossed with 40,000 armed men. So no, I'm calling it bullshit. I mean, that's like that's like one. How many people fit in like a stadium, like a soccer stadium? Forty thousand, probably. Man, how long do you think it takes to fill up a stadium? Like, it doesn't not matter. Even an hour, it's not only, right? It would take not even an hour for all those people to just leave and get to their fucking cars. And that's riffraff. We're talking about armed <laughs> soldiers. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, you know. that's the scum of the fucking earth. Um, yeah. Uh, so. Uh, given the rate of obesity in this nation, if if a local soccer team can evacuate in uh, forty thousand people in their cars in thirty minutes, I'm sure these these Israelites could make it happen. So, not dude, they would only happen. fill up half of they would only fill up half of the stadium in San Antonio. Oh, nice. It's not even a lot. Uh, That's not even a lot of people. So, are we ready for Joshua five? Yeah, I think finally so. something fun. I was talking about it already, well, wasn't okay. I? I? I don't know if we actually officially stayed. Because I was going to say that they saw, yeah, the kings saw the river dry up. And it not only did they see it, but their hearts melted in fear, and they no longer had the courage to face the Israelites. I don't blame them. Yeah. You know? It... First you hear stories about them murdering other people's wholesale, right? About they them don't just even butchering. spare children. Yeah. They, they rape some of the kids, but they kill most of them. Yeah, and they only keep the women that are hot enough to rape. Yeah. You know, most of them are just putting down. Yeah, yeah. So, so you hear the stories, and you're like, that sounds fucked up. And then you see them walk across a river. <laughs> then you're like, they're like, okay, this is actually, 
this is bad. I mean, from the <laughs> eyes, I'd be like, okay, we got some real Satanists on our hands. <laughs> They're using evil dark <laughs> magic to dry up rivers to come and rape us to death. Like, uh, this is this is yeah. a good time. Um, yep, I would start appealing to everyone I could. And and I mean, I I think it's important to note that at least the Egyptians had directly sort of fucked on Israel. The uh, Canaanites and the Amorites, they're just quote unquote evil. Um, yeah, you know, they're just they're just kind of bad people, I guess. They're just kind of sinners. Uh, yeah, none have done any they're shit definitely... to Israel. You know, correct. They're definitely just jammed in here to be bad guys, right? Like, oh, they were they had a. It's funny that you know uh, people will, will whine all day long about oh the you know it's Israelite land. It's look, it's it's always been theirs, but here we are talking about them taking it violently through rape and plunder. Um, kind of weird and that, i mean they're they would... definitely taking it via violent war and their only yeah. real claim to it is that one time jacob uh woke up all greased up uh greased after a, a nightmare and greased a rock and was like that's my place you know yeah uh squatters yeah. rights you fucks but uh yeah i'll be back in like 500 600 years <laughs> you guys better not build towns and have families and have dreams and hopes because when i come back here i'm gonna fucking put you it better... in all that you better not want to not get raped. Yeet. You know? Yeet. Because that's, that's what my kids are going to do. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so uh, as part of this continuum, I think the theme here has been kind of them preparing for uh, an ass whooping, is yeah. uh, the second generation circumcised. So God tells Joshua, make flint knives for yourself and circumcise the sons of Israel again the second time was there a mass circumcision that moses performed i don't remember that no no um he commanded them to do it but they so, were already doing it i mean remember moses they circumcised moses's kid before the exodus even happened remember right. that yeah, where like his moses wife didn't throws it at circumcise him? his kid until like but, god was strangling him or some shit yeah yeah god was making him sick uh here's the thing it says and we're gonna have to skip down a little bit to, to bring this up but it says down there um so they raised up their sons and their place uh, of, of all the people that had died, obviously, because mm-hmm. the people that died in the desert were circumcised. Right. They were all these kids aren't. And it just says they weren't circumcised on the way. My concordance says they weren't circumcised because they were moving around too much. OK, they're about to go into a fucking battle. Right? <laughs> they're, they're moving across like a river walking toward their their right inside of the enemy uh-huh. and they're like now now finally we have time to do it. we were wandering in the desert for 40 years we didn't have time to do this yeah we now were, we have time we were too rushed but the day before a battle we should probably all snip our dicks a little bit uh it, we're gonna get to it's the pro- so obviously <laughs> big so so fucking stupid so so the bible straight up states that while they were in the wilderness they had not been circumcised the practice had been kind of uh delay like they just weren't they weren't they weren't practicing jews at that point how um, i don't know it doesn't make any sense i mean especially when there's the whole wickedness and this 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 generation is done as moses already ruled but it's like one of the first it's literally god's covenant with abraham it's one of the i think it's like the third one because it's literally adam Noah, then abraham we've got rainbows we've got uh you know childbirth and we've got circumcising your dick it's all right there don't you know the fact that they were just yeah. sort of just no, not there's no reason it. that they wouldn't have done it. Yeah. They're following so many laws in the desert. Why would they leave out the one that's like the sign of the covenant? Um, so, I hate it. so Joshua I uh, probably doesn't even wash his hands, 
and begins circumcising all the children. See, I'm a little bit confused because I mean, I, 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 you can't really trust the Bible to know what the fuck's going on. So I assume yeah. it's only the forty thousand men that crossed, and that on the other side, I mean, who of the, fucking knows? On the other side of the Jordan is a bunch of uncircumcised dudes who just weren't good enough for war. They were cowards, or they just they just got married and want to fuck their wives with their uncircumcised dicks or whatever. Well, it says no one here is circumcised. Yes. All the people that came out of Egypt were circumcised, but all the people born in the wilderness during the journey from Egypt had not. That's everyone. So every single man, including fucking Joshua, I guess. Yeah, Joshua's Joshua. got to be circumcised. No, he can't be. All the people born in the wilderness during the journey from Egypt were not. It says all. But All people. Joshua's one of them. I mean, it is true that Joshua isn't mentioned until after they escape Egypt. But, yeah, because he was born in the desert. But he's because mentioned otherwise... almost immediately as a general. He must have been at least a man. Cause no, he was too young. The first fight with the Every, Amalekites dude, it says was like, all. A, like not even a month after they left. But he would have been killed if he was part of that generation. Every single man. No, 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 no. Of... Okay, 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 okay. Let's Let's get to the bottom of this. Joshua is exempt because he's one of the only no. two spies who sided with God. Oh, they specifically right. made it. So he is circumcised. He was an adult male. Um, we're going to get to the age that he dies later. He He's a dude who's circumcised. He's been circumcised. Okay, but he's the only, him and Caleb are Caleb. the only yeah, yeah, two yeah, people yeah. that are circumcised then. Right. Okay, At so best. everyone but Joshua and Caleb uh, had to die before they could enter Jordan. But, um, or Jericho. Sure. Or Jordan, I guess. <laughs> um, Canaan. Canaan. What the fuck ever. Um, I mean, it has a name for a reason. So, uh. having learned the lesson of Levi and Simeon, uh, what they, after what they did to Shechem, uh, these guys Yeah, decided... I was going to go there. <laughs> do it, do it. Sorry. Uh, basically, he's like, okay, let's snip our dicks a little bit, and then let's like take like a breather for a couple of days. Let's let, these, let's let, our, let's let our fucking tips heal before we go and fight to the death with a bunch of people who know we're coming. Yeah, because that's how they killed the Shechemites, yeah. was that they tricked them into getting circumcised, and then while they were wounded from their circumcision wounds, they butchered them. So you already it's know that circum- getting circumcised <laughs> is a fucking poor move right before battle, but these guys are really smart enough to drink some fucking, I don't know, Gatorade or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Circumcising your enemies before you battle them is definitely a pro-gamer move. <laughs> 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 um, these guys are doing it to themselves. So, so they're at Gilgal, um, and then it says, on the evening, the 14th day of the month, while camped at Gilgal, on the plains of Jericho, the Israelites celebrated Passover. So that's a, what, a week of partying, right? That's good times. Uh, yeah, unleavened bread. Or it's a week of eating just shit, and then you party at the end. Is it a week? I thought um, it was just one night. Whatever. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I'm the... pretty sure it's the Feast of Unleavened Bread. Uh, yeah, but I thought you have to you have to eat unleavened bread for like a little bit. I don't even remember now. It I, is, there's like, it there's like a whole matter. week of thing where you can't eat unleavened bread, and then there's the actual yeah. Passover, like Sabbath. Uh, I think it ends on the Sabbath. We'll, we'll have to... What's important about this Passover, though, is it says the day after the Passover, the very day, they ate some of the produce of the land, unleavened bread and roasted grains from, from Canaan, right? From this side mm-hmm. of the Jordan River. And it says the manna stopped the day after they ate this food from the land. So there was no longer a need for manna. So God's like, all right, turning it off, turning the spigot off. You guys are in the fucking land of milk and honey. You, you officially some... have a minimum wage job, no more food stamps or welfare checks. Correct. You got everything yes. you need. 
you have unleavened bread and roasted grains. But it's kind Why of it, it is kind of interesting that like this is like when God's like, okay, no more manna. So I guess it makes the assumption that they've just been eating manna and not really doing anything that God has required this whole time. I don't. I mean, is that what it is? I mean, have they no? It, have they been celebrating no. Passover? prior to this date between Exodus and now they have to have I, I feel like I, mean, they I guess it's possible I guess it's possible that they haven't but if they weren't it sounds like some horseshit because then they weren't listening to God they weren't following the covenant I feel like I feel like my interpretation unless I see something different again I never read ahead but it has them doing all this it has them it talks about them sacrificing shit. I know. And doing it, all this. I know they have rules where they're doing sacrifices, and I know he tells them, "Okay, you will remember these feasts. You will follow these holidays." But I'm starting to think that maybe the subtlety was like, "You will do this once you're in Canaan," and that those forty years where they're wandering the desert is kind of like. I mean, they're, first of all, they're not circumcising, so we already have one and very important set of rules that is just sort of being suspended while they're on this probationary yeah. period. They're not even Israelites. Yeah. So yeah. I wonder yeah. if kind of they celebrate, so they, they go and ran for the war, they celebrate Passover. Uh, officially the rules are now back into play, you know, could be, I'm going to, I'm going to look up some of that. Uh, we'll talk Let's about find it. Out. Yeah. I hadn't yeah, really, so. I, I didn't even really, I, I read it and then it didn't really scan that the whole manna ceasing and Passover being completed kind of marks like the beginning of a new age where you have to start following those rules again the rules actually matter now yeah now it's time to murder some babies <laughs> yeah that's so yeah we'll, we'll look at that we'll look into that some more um, so now uh joshua gets near to jericho and sees a man standing with a sword and he's like hey uh are you uh are you with us are you with the bad guys what's up what's up the guy's going, like bro. neither yeah neither but as commander of the army of the lord i have now come so is this the angel from earlier i, I guess I, so... I don't fucking know. So basically, yeah, Joshua walks out there. He sees a dude with a sword. Hey, bro, are you who, who, whose side are you with? And he's like, nobody's. I'm with the. I'm. 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 I'm helming some third unnamed army of God. Uh, yeah, which, we're just hanging out. Like, all right. It's weird that he wouldn't just say the good guys because obviously God is with the. It's Israelites like a, it's, uh, God. I don't even. Uh, this is. This is a bit weird. Uh, you remember when Vision oh, good. was born yeah. in uh, Age of Ultron? Born is a born is a weird word, but sure. But whatever. <laughs> and they're like, "Are you with us? Or are you with bad guys?" He's like, "It's not so simple, you know. I stand for life." They're like, "All right, well, shut the fuck up and let's go." <laughs> All right, well, you're gonna kill him, though, right? He's like, "Yeah, totally." <laughs> like, like, what is it? Yeah, I'm down? gonna do it. You're gonna kill them, but not us, right? Like, yeah. So then you're on our side. Let's go. God. <laughs> Why do you have to be a dick about it? Yeah. Uh, but uh, he's like, are you with us or with them? I'm with the army of God, and now we got to do some shit. Um, so it, 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 it's one of the instances where I think we've seen instances where it makes sense in sort of a – I can understand why it was written down to sort of maybe provide sort of divine context for things that actually happened. Sure. These are the Israelites leaving the desert. They have to kill a bunch of people and take their land to establish their own people in the land that they're about to take. Yeah. And they're, you know, being like, and then God was with me the whole time and I could hear his voice and blah, blah, blah. And then we start getting to sort of the mystic aspects of it. Here we have a mysterious guy with a sword. Uh, it doesn't describe him as an angel. It just says a man with a sword who is saying, I'm the leader of God. God's army, and I'm coming with you guys. Now, um, Joshua then falls on his face 
and worships and says, what does my Lord say to his servant? And the commander says, take your sandal off for the place where you stand is holy. And Joshua did so. Um, and that's the end. Sweet. So it really kind of mirrors, obviously, uh, the burning bush incident with Moses. Yeah. Less mysterious. You know. This is a great, this is such a good television right here. Right? <laughs> uh, that's where we'll stop. Uh, that's the end of chapter five. Uh, I'm, dude, I'm picturing this. cliffhanger. It cut. So I'm picturing there's a, there's a camera following Joshua's, whoever's playing, the actor playing Joshua, Gerard Butler, right? Yeah. Gerard Butler wa- walks out of this tent and there's this crazy ass dude with a sword wearing robes and shit. And uh, he's like, are you with me or against me? And the angel's like, I'm the commander of the Lord's army. Take off your shoes. And we see Gerard Butler kick off his shoes, and the screen cuts to black, and the immigrant song comes on, and the credits start rolling. You're like, oh, yeah, I can't wait for next episode. And that's what this is. That's what this first chap- five chapters are. This is a fucking sweet pilot. Uh, yeah, it was a nice little a nice little cliffhanger. Okay, this is sort of the preparation for war, and we're right about getting that thing where, like, uh, you know, uh, now there's some fucking angel army getting involved, you know? Yeah, Riding yeah, yeah. It's a... Uh, it's... <laughs> hey, I thought we weren't making Lord of the Rings references. Um, uh, it's exciting. It is cool that we're into some narrative now, right? Things are happening. People are crossing rivers. We're not just fucking drunk in the desert, uh, doing whippets and ayahuasca, talking about, you know... God's rules and shit, sure, like sure, waxing sure. philosophical. Um, uh, <laughs> let's say my Bible's concordance here for those. It's just three verses, uh, five, 13, 14, 15, talk about this mysterious man with the sword. Um, the description of the commander of the army of the Lord as a man, together with him commanding Joshua as the Lord, suggests that this might have been the pre-incarnation of Christ. Um, Hell yeah! So <laughs> so stupid. Such again. Uh, a uh, bit of a stretch. A stretch. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I mean, it, it is interesting that it's a dude. It's not an angel. It's not a. Uh, it, it doesn't identify it as an angel or define it because we've identified angels. It's not Nephilim. It's just a fucking dude with a sword, um, who Joshua identifies as God, and then who then tells him, "Hey, where you stand is holy," just the same as the burning bush. Okay, yeah. So it's kind of interesting. It, it's kind of one of those things that if I thought the Bible was real, and if I thought that the writing was coherent, I might look for deeper meaning. Like, I wonder if the bush that talked to Moses even really was God. Because God definitely comes down as like a cloud and a fire, and he w- lives in a tabernacle, and he hangs on the tent. And then there's yeah. other personifications here and there one that talked to abraham who walked in with his homies two mysterious guys that destroy sodom and gomorrah uh, oh, yeah. spies here and there and now we have just a dude with a sword who's also not identified so there's a couple of different identities and things rolling around i don't know if it's all just bullshit from the mismatch of how this book was written and translated and just garbage or if it actually has meaning it's it's kind of a i'm not sure i mean i'm, I'm pretty sure it doesn't i'm pretty sure that <laughs> Well, one of the big things that Google talks about is ancient interpreters. And a lot of what they did is they rearranged things and they put stuff in that made it tend towards what they already thought about it. So this book was like a skeleton, 
right? The Bible was probably pretty bare bones, and then things started to come together. And then there was people like us, not like us per se, but Less people canceled. sitting there, sitting, sitting there two, two plus thousand years ago, um, trying to figure out what this means, right? Like, what? okay, why did this happen? Why did that happen? But they knew what they wanted it to mean, and so they put their little things in here and little things in there. And then another group of people did that again and again and again. And then you have what we're reading, the King James Version. Uh-huh. And those dudes looked at fucking Hebrew, Greek texts, whatever, and said what they thought it meant and, and, and interpreted it in their own way. So there's so many layers of interpretation that went into you reading this mm-hmm. that it is kind of ridiculous to be like, I wonder what this means. It literally could just be like a fanfic insertion. It yeah, any of it could be. Any of it could be from It doesn't even really flow in because it's like, okay, and then the manna ended and there was no longer food from God and they had to eat the land uh, food from the land of Canaan. And then just and also there was an angel who was like, Joshua, take off your fucking shoes and he was like, Cool dude. You know, like it doesn't <laughs> And he did. You know, it, it Yeah, it's it doesn't it doesn't seem like it was a part of it, but here it is. No. And I didn't even read ahead at all. I don't even know if that dude matters. Uh, we'll uh, see, I guess. Uh, I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll be itching. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm just reading ahead of my concordance a little bit. But it says that Jericho was a city of about nine acres uh, that would have taken <sighs> about 20 to 30 minutes to march around. I mean, we're talking basically really? like minutes? a miniature Waco. Nine acres? I mean, I grew, fucking... a, I, 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 I grew up on a farm that was six acres. That's not a lot of land at all. Yeah, it wouldn't take you twenty minutes to walk around. I mean, my house right now is on a quarter acre. You mean to tell me, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, so we're talking days. like what is it, like a city block? Uh, a couple blocks, I guess. A couple but of huts. Forty thousand. You guys are way over prepared. Huh? Why did you even send the spies? <laughs> yeah, you, you could have just sent a couple kids over. Uh, I, I'd you imagine know you should have sent. It feels like LAPD blankets. getting their SWAT team out to raid a lemonade stand. Like I don't think. You know, <laughs> Like it just seems a little bit overkill. I, I, it's a good thing that the commander of the army of the Lord is involved. I don't know if these Jews yeah, can yeah, handle yeah. it. What are you gonna do with this fucking township that yeah. you have to handle here? Hey guys, there's a small fair that we have to fucking overtake with forty thousand men. <sighs> yeah, that's uh, ridiculous. But I'm I am still pumped to read the story, which we will do next week. Yeah, of of exactly what they do to Jake to uh, Jericho, of what happens to Rahab. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be uh, how do they say lit. <laughs> I I like it. I, I think it's a nice little compact story. You know, it's just kind of part of like what it, it feels like. It feels like a bunch of um, it's like you're getting the band back together. You know, I imagine you guys were just sitting on their couch and they were just getting fat and doughy. And now it's like, hey guys, the show's starting. They're like, all right. You know, it's like it's like it's like wrestling season has started. You know, and you had all summer to get fat. And now wrestling season started. The coach is like, "All right, get in here. I gotta oil up. I gotta shave your pubes. I gotta rustle up your hamstrings. We gotta go and fight." And then you're like, "Yeah, whatever." You know? huh. Huh. <laughs> some weird stuff you do. <laughs> you know, wrestling. Uh, yeah, I don't remember that part. Uh, cool, cool, cool. <sighs> okay. Anything else to take from this uh, this reading? I like it. It's about fucking time. I just so dumb with Deuteronomy. Yeah. So dumb with Moses. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad that motherfucker is dead. Dancing on his grave. Um, cool. Well, that is going to be it. Do you know what we never told the people? That this is a chat. This is episode 44. We never brought that up. Yeah. I'll just uh, copy and paste this into that section. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> no, it's good. No, it doesn't matter. F44. Good, good, good. Yeah, so we just wrapped up F44. That's the first five books of Joshua. Uh, folks, if you don't already, follow us on Twitter. We're at Revelations. If you want to send us an email, that's going to be Podcast at gmail.com. Let me say this. Uh, fellas out there, your wife's pregnant. You're tempted to slip it in the old pooper. Go ahead. Just make as sure long she as doesn't cool with having... into it, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. If she doesn't like it, it's okay. Yeah, it doesn't like but, it, it's okay. Okay, wait, sorry. Let me backtrack. So if you're, if, you're, if, you're, if, you're, if you're sodomizing your pregnant wife, no lube, lest your kid turns out gay. Yeah, which I think is fine. I I think I want one of each if when we have kids. Okay, one gay one and one straight one. one. Yeah, so that's we'll all do... You need. Yeah, that way it's like I get to experience everything a parent does, right? Like a, a straight kid that has like normal life experiences that I can just show them all the old movies that make fun of gay kids and that won't hurt them. Right, right. And then the gay kid who I got to like kind of protect them from some of that like stuff. from and, the 80s and the 90s, yeah. Yeah, when, when it was like every other movie was dropping a fat F-bomb, you know? Yeah, yeah. So fortunately now I feel like our media is getting more sensitive, so that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> This was a bad episode. All right, goodbye, everybody. <laughs>